Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. I get texts every day from some people. I don't know if it's the same two or three people that get angry about this, but it might be, who say, tell people to stop asking how you are. Because typically I'll say, hey, Joe Blow, you're on the air. And they'll go, hi, Shay, how are you? Um, and uh, people say, tell them to stop asking how are you. We know how you are. You've said it 300 times today. It's enough already. And I never do. I never say, don't ask, how are you? And I don't necessarily ask it back. But I think, to me, how are you has become a convention. And I think it is for all of us, right? I mean, they don't actually expect me to answer. They don't care how I am. That's not why we ask the question, at least to me. If I ask somebody, hey, how you doing? I don't really care. I honestly don't. And I, I know that I'm a little bit detached from other people. I'm not the friendliest guy. I'm a little bit um, socially diminished in some ways. I'm not sure what it is. But I don't think that puts me too far out of step with most of society. I think when we say to somebody, hey, how's it going? How you doing? How are you? We're not necessarily wanting someone to sit down and say, oh, I'm glad you asked. Let me tell you what's going on. No. It's kind of the same thing as saying, hi. For me, anyway, maybe I'm wrong. We're going to chat now with someone who's raising some questions around this salutation that we all use. Marnie Wedlake is an assistant professor of mental health and wellness and a registered psychotherapist at Western. Marnie, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us today. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Now, Marnie, as I said, I'm not a very touchy guy. I'm certainly not considered friendly by most people. I don't think mostly it has to do with the fact I'm very socially awkward, I think, when I meet people face to face. But I don't think I'm that out of step, though, in saying, hey, how you doing? Not really actually caring how you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not actually asking you to open up and tell me what's going on in your world. It's it's just a greeting. It's rhetorical. Am I am I different? I don't think you're different, but I, I wonder about, do you actually not care or do you actually not necessarily want to hear the sort of in-depth details of how someone's doing, or do you not necessarily know what to do if they actually tell you the kind of the nitties and the gritties of what's going on in their life? Two things. That that might be challenging. Yeah, two things. First of all, it's not that I don't care. I mean, if somebody said, you know what, I I know you're just asking a rhetorical question, but listen, I got a problem. I'm wondering if you could help me. I'm there. I'm there to help. But at the same time, you also mentioned not sure what to do if they say I've got a problem. That's me for sure. Uh, definitely not really feeling like I'm equipped to help somebody having some sort of a crisis. So I think both things are at play. Sure. I mean, you know, it, it sort of speaks to a much bigger question about a uh, really topic, really about the kind of uh, socially created awkwardness around um, authenticity in our human condition, right? Is we're, we're just really not good with in-depth stuff. We've sort of um, gotten away from that, and we're really great at skimming the surface, and there's a whole lot of messaging from various, um, various, uh, I guess, kind of uh, social powers, be it the healthcare system or the media or, you know, popular, um, you know, popular discourse that tells us that um, we skim the surface, right? So we, we're not great at going in depth, and we're, quite frankly, kind of out of practice. Should we change that? I mean, do we need to 
I mean, I, I can't imagine a, a society where every person you run into, you're asking genuinely to tell them how they're feeling. Is, is that what you're saying maybe is something we should examine? You know, no, I don't think so. And I, I, quite frankly, I don't think we could tolerate that. Right? Yeah, exactly. I think it's yeah. going to be a, a situation by situation. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. ...scenario, and it's going to be depend on the individual person, you know, and it's, you know, as we were putting this story together... Um, at least I can speak for myself, certainly aware of this is a Pandora's box, right? Is, yeah. and, and in some ways, it's a Medusa, right? You cut off one head and 10 more appear. And and it really is, what are we asking for here? I mean, I think I think making space for greater authenticity is always a good thing, right? Is that um, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's what we do with it. And then I think we have to, if we're going to make better space or greater space, we've got to understand that not everyone can handle it. And that doesn't mean... Um, it doesn't mean that it's a reflection on me. So we tend to we tend to personalize things. So a great example is you're going through the checkout line at the grocery store, and the individual who's pulling your groceries through <laughs> kind of seems to be a little bit crabby. Yeah. Right. And and the sort of common response is, well, what's what's gotten into that person? We sort of personalize it, right? It's like you don't even know the person, yeah, exactly. but we're personalizing it, right? So so I'm you know on the one hand, you know, greater authenticity or more space for authenticity, I think, is a good thing. But I, I got to tell you honestly, I'm not entirely sure that most people are equipped to, to you know, deal with that. No, I or think to, or to handle the rejection that comes with that, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think you're absolutely right. We, we. I mean, I, I always talk to my kids about managing your expectations because you don't know how somebody else is going to respond, and you have no control over it. And you're absolutely right. If you're expecting some sort of response or some sort, of, and it's not there. It, it, it can definitely make things worse. But what about if it's me, um, and I'm, let's say I'm having a horrible day with um, Sarah, my producer, and, and just really having a bad day, something very personal happened between her and I, and somebody at the grocery store, like you say, says, hey, you okay, what's going on? To me, that might seem like an overstep. Like, I don't know you. I don't want to start talking about my personal business. Is that another consideration? You know, uh, yeah, right. I mean, there are um, there's this whole whole idea of earned relationships, right? Yes, yeah. If you know someone really well, I mean, even humor, right? Joshing and sort of teasing. If, you, if you've just met someone, they haven't earned the relationship. They haven't earned the privilege of being of teasing you yet, right? So we have we have some really interesting kind of. Um, unspoken, almost protocols or rules that we have when we're in relation with each other. And I, you know, if we could, if we could kind of toss aside the hidden agendas 
I think this is what authenticity is about, is we could toss aside the hidden agendas and say, you know, can I tell you what's going on? And the person can say, no, you know what, I, I just, I don't have the space for it in my, in my yeah. emotions. You say, okay, hey, no worries. But really, in that little bit of an exchange, there's tons of room for, uh, you know, I feel rejected, yeah. I feel the person doesn't care about me, and all these hidden agendas that just complicate things. Exactly. And, and like you say, it's that starting point. It's that earned relationship, that earned capacity to have those kind of conversations, because you can't do it with everybody. That needs to be the starting point. Right, right. And, you know, and I mean, it, you know, a greater authenticity, I mean, watch what you ask for, right? Somebody may say, no, I don't want to talk to you, and I don't want to tell you about my life, and I don't know what you're going to do with it, right? And we have to be prepared for that. And sometimes that is perceived as a rejection of some kind, yeah. and a lot of people can't handle that, right? So it, so I think if we sort of go back around the bush here and we say, well, how do we get to this place where we're just skimming the surface? Because if we don't skim the surface, it opens up this Pandora's box for all these other relational dynamics that are challenging to sit with. But then I ask you, is that reason to shy away from it? It's a great question, Marnie. It really is. <laughs> and I think right. it might change on the position that you're in and the day of the week. There's a million different factors that go into it, right? There's no easy answer to that question. Totally. It'll change with all kinds of things. The yeah. person you're talking to, you know, you might be a different person that you were, you know, from 8 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock at night. There's so many factors. And can we, I guess maybe what we're asking is, can we be more authentic in that we're open to the fact that all of us are on a bit of a roller coaster, a bit of a seesaw all day, and that's about us. It's not about, you know, the exchange necessarily. It's about us. And can we uh, accept that without taking it on or owning it or feeling rejected by it? Does that allow for more authenticity? A great conversation. Marty, thank you so much for your time this morning. I really enjoyed it.